following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. Welcome to Answers for Elders. My name is Chuck Olmstead, and I'm filling in today for Suzanne. Suzanne's not feeling very well, and I thought she called and said, hey, could you fill in today? And I said, absolutely, would love to do it, especially because our guest for the entire hour is Daphne Davis, with Pinnacle Senior Placements. Daphne, welcome to Answers for Elders. This is going to be exciting. Thank you. It is. It is. Because I always enjoy talking to you. Ditto. (laughs) Ditto. It's easy. It's easy. Lots of things to talk about. There are lots of things to talk about. And I know you've been on Answers for Elders now for well over a year. And uh, one of the things that I mentioned to you before we started uh, the program is I'd like to kind of hear the backstory of how you got started in assisting seniors and being a part of senior placement. How many years have you been doing senior placement? So 20 years ago, who would have thunk that <laughs> I would be helping our seniors in, in this capacity? But it was 20 years ago that I got invited to help an existing business, an adult family home, um, that at the time had three homes on the East Hill of Kent. And my very best friend's mom had moved into that home. And at the time, I had little kids, preschoolers and toddlers. And had my background has always been business. I've always owned my own business. I've kind of um, been the blazer of a trail. Mm-hmm. And I said, I know nothing about elder communities. I know nothing about seniors I'm I'm with preschoolers and toddlers. <laughs> That's the other end of the world. And so she said, but this company wants to grow, and your background is growing businesses, and you know how to do that. And I said, well, I'll talk to them. And so I, I talked to the owners of the company, and their vision was to grow to eight adult family homes. Each adult family home has six beds in it, um, highly regulated. But 20 years ago, things have changed a lot in the 20 years, and I – I said, you know, because I know nothing about this and I really wanted a part-time job and my priority was my two boys and I didn't want to be tied down. And so I said, let me work for you for free. I I will work for you for for free and let's just think about three months. And I knew nothing, Hmm. zero. Well, I took to it. And I loved it. Hmm. And why? Um, because there was an, a need for people to have information, and I like disseminating information, though I had none at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me learn with you initially. That was my, my initial thing. And I loved reading about what, what is elder care? What does this look like? What are the whacks for adult family homes? I really was just oh, so curious. And my personality says gather information. And so then what I really liked was working with the families and being solution-oriented and having um, the opportunity to help them solve a problem. And that, that fit in my wheelhouse. That was my natural personality. And so as time went on, those three months passed by, um, and it was in the summertime. It was early spring and summer. And I was like, I think I like this. Is there like a place for me and they're like no kidding Daphne come on (laughs) you're in yeah you're in so that Uh was my introduction um and it was with my friend Sandy and her mom Thelma Mm -hmm. uh that she was introduced to the adult family home world and um it was a joy to be able to see the process for Thelma and her journey in living with her disease processes she passed away a number of years ago Mm -hmm. um but it was a, a pleasure to see 
how you can receive dignified care, how there is something more to life than just waiting for time to pass. Because um, sometimes we can get in the mode that just says, you know, God, I'm, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready. Take me home. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that's not his plan. <laughs> and so this gave me an opportunity to kind of figure out how can we how can we help people through these chapters of life? Yeah. Well, I was thinking 20 years ago, the Internet was still in its infancy. And so the idea of, of acquiring knowledge about this uh, was a lot different than it is now. Yes. And access to information. I was just curious as to where you went to find information. The first place I went truly was the RCWs and WACs. Um, so what, went, what does that mean? That means in terms of looking at uh, Washington state law. Washington state WAC is yep. Washington uh, code. Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I read those. And I also, though, was the kid who read the dictionary. Okay. So <laughs> I was uh-huh. the kid who liked the encyclopedia. I was the kid who got you know left behind at the museum because I was busy reading everything. So this was a natural place for me to go in terms of gathering information. I went to the library. Um, I talked with other people. I visited communities. Um, I made myself available to to find out what does assisted living look like? Um, What does memory care mean? That word was hardly even used 20 years ago. I mean, it was, but not like it is today. Yeah. Well, what's interesting to me is that even though the, the technology has allowed an information explosion as far as senior care, yet overall there is still a and I say this advisedly, an ignorance on a lot of people's part mm-hmm. as far as um, what the process is and what's what's available, isn't there? There's yes. The general public still doesn't get And that's yeah. why Answers for Elders is here, right. is to help educate people. And your job is specifically to help them navigate through that, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That is my job. I just met with a family yesterday up in uh, the Silver Lake area, and um, they were like, we don't even know these options you're talking about. We thought we only had X and Y. And they were probably in their mid-40s, you know, knew how to gather information, hadn't jumped into this, this arena, though. I mean, it's just like if you think back to when you were raising your own children until you needed to look for child care or look at schools, you had none of that information until it was relevant. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of it comes to the place of relevancy, you know, I know that there's something out there, but it doesn't apply to me right now. And and let's face it, we've got full brains, really full lives. And so we have to kind of triage the information that we gather. Unfortunately, and I'm going to use that word intentionally, this is an area that would be worth your while to at least start learning the jargon. Um, as your friends, families, you know, I'm going to speak to the children of elders right now. As your friends are going through this, take a little bit of time to learn about their journey. Heed their wisdom. Mm-hmm. Don't reinvent the wheel um, because they're, it is bumpy. Yeah, It's a bumpy road. And because you're emotionally charged and things are, are changing dramatically in ways that people don't want them to change, it's hard to embrace change. And so then our natural human personality is to resist it. And some personalities can totally be ostriches. Some personalities take strong control and don't want to have any input. Um, And to be reflective in your own journey. Um, How can I help the people around me that need help now as as seniors? How can I put myself to the side and really try to be objective? 
very hard to do. Mm-hmm. It, very hard. Um, and so don't don't beat yourself up if that's a challenge for you. It, it's a natural challenge. But do reach out to gathering some information, and that's where Pinnacle Senior Placements comes in. Well, we are speaking with uh, Daphne Davis. She's the president and owner of Pinnacle Senior Placements. And if you want to learn more about Pinnacle Senior Placements, uh, the website address is so difficult, Daphne. It's really hard. (laughs) PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com, right? That's it. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, in the next segment, we've got a couple minutes left. We want to talk about that, that, uh, those decisions that are made by caregivers and what happens emotionally to the caregiver as they are uh, navigating through uh, those decisions. You know, you were talking about how important it is to educate yourself. I think even if your parents aren't going through it now or, or you're seeing friends go through it, there are some strategic moves that you, that you need to make personally in your younger years to prepare your mind and to prepare your finances for the eventual care of yourself or your spouse, right? That's right. That's it. I mean, sometimes those are a 30-, 40-year plan if you really think it through. Right. So it's never really too soon to think about uh, senior care. No, it's not. A very common sentence that I hear from the 50- to 60-year-old children that I'm working with, they're like, oh, my goodness, Daphne, I should have thought about this you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, minimally. Mm-hmm. Um, is this really what it costs? Is this really what this means? Is, is this how disease processes go? Um, now, it's not to the place where you want to worry about it, but you do want to be intentional. And the word that I like to use is just personally responsible. Mm-hmm. And you can be in a position that you are the decision maker for your own kind of uh, destiny to as much as that happens. But, but you can be in that driver's seat in terms of being thoughtful about what would life look like if my body started failing me? Because that's not unheard of. <laughs> Our bodies are machines. Right. They wear out. Mm-hmm. You know, smile through it. This is the way it goes. That's right. Um, it's not a surprise. Um, or if my mind gives me challenges, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. No one has a, a crystal ball. But we do know that we can put a little nest egg away. We do know that we can have conversations with our children that says, you know, I would be open to X, Y, and Z, not open to ABC. Um, but to, to casually have those conversations. In my family, they happen lightheartedly. In my family, um, we, we now joke about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and in that joking sarcasm flipness, we get to know what people are really thinking. Uh, that's right. There's a real communication that's there. Well, I had that experience, and I've shared this before, that uh, my father, his father passed away when he was eight years old. And the family, uh, this was back in the um, mid-1920s, their family basically broke up after that occurred. And the children, my dad finished eighth grade, and he went to work when he was 15, and he left the family home because he had to go during the Depression and go to work. Anyway, Mm -hmm. major impact on his life. So that then when, as I was growing up and the boys, we had a painting business, you know, and my dad and I were, would be working together, he would tell me as a young man, I am taking care of your mother right now. I am planning when, when I pass away that your mom's going to be taken care of. Mm. An incredible impact on my life to understand that was a priority of my father to make sure that my mom was taken care of when he was gone. 
The reality is that's exactly what happened. He lived mm. till he was 93. But my mom um, continued on for another uh, eight years after my dad passed away, and my mother was taken care of. What a gift. It was a gift, and it was a gift for me to see that vision from an, from an eighth-grade educated man to recognize that he felt the responsibility to take care of his loved one. Yeah. We're going to talk about this uh, in the next segment as far as the, the caregiver and the, um, the necessity to think ahead and think through these things. We'll be back right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors from fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick me up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.